When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply this is a show in season five Shut up, Leonard. Wiggly and Jazz, here till it ends. Need it to pass or fail Greenville with all of our friends. The brightest timeline makes you say, Touche. Community building is here to stay. Unsubscribe. Jess and Wiggler are in morning. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's community building here on Post Show Recaps, talking about Community Season 5, Episode 4, Cooperative Polygraphy. Again, I'm Josh. That's Jess. And not only are we in morning, it is actually for the first time uh, community building in the morning. <laughs> the first time in a long time. We used to record on what, like for the patrons on like Saturdays or Sundays yeah, at like 10 a.m.? Like okay, so it's like really early in the it's morning. Like, it's it's 8 a.m. We all just woke up. We just woke up. We're doing a podcast. We've got coffee. We're my voice out. sounds weird. It's because it's 8 a.m. It's, it's 8 a.m. It's, it's very early to, to podcast. We are not alone, of course. The great Ariel playing the role of Walton Goggins is with us as well. Hi, Ariel. 
Hua. That was my <laughs> that was my Walton God. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I am so happy to be here. You know, as usual, just doing my respect the dead jiggalig. We gotta respect the dead, uh, do we? It is Pierce. <laughs> It is Pierce. Yeah. And can I say that I really expected that, like, some sort of accident or he was secretly ill or something. And sorry to be so lewd this early in the morning. Am I to understand that he died from just, like, jacking it too much? Yeah, he died I- of dehydration <laughs> from ejaculating so happen? much sperm. Is that real? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I mean, the guy was, like, Pierce? 79 years old. Like, you can't. My friend, you cannot do that that much without death, hydrating yourself. Death by too much ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> he ejaculated himself to death. That's how they killed Pierce. Incredible. I would expect nothing less from community. I mean, yeah. it is uh, it is a, a really ridiculous way to to send him off ultimately, especially at the end of what is otherwise like a really funny, uh, very uh, in parts emotional episode of the show. Uh, and yet another episode of Community Season 5 that I have now watched twice. I am to understand, Jess, that there is a legendary table read surrounding this episode that i have not yet watched because i want to save some stuff for myself though i i do know that it's pedro pascal in the role of walton goggins yes um this was done in may of 2020 uh at the time a lot of shows were kind of doing either table reads or cast reunions during covid um and so the entire cast got together um including pedro pascal um and they did a table read of this episode and it is so wonderful it's so fun to see that so many years later all of the actors like have no issue slipping back into their roles and pedro pascal there are moments josh you're gonna love it first of all pedro pascal like if he was having a moment in 2020 he is like elevated even since then um there are a ton of like mandalorian jokes in there and of course now he is on the last of us so just an iconic person at this point but um he is beside himself at multiple moments in the table read because he just like can't believe what he's having to read um most specifically with all of the sperm talk yeah uh, and it is really really funny i highly highly recommend it i can link it in the show notes if anybody wants to go and watch it um it's like 35 minutes i rewatched it this morning um just as like to get a little quick laugh and it's it's so enjoyable um so i do i do highly recommend it it's the entire cast um the dean uh jim rash is there playing the part of um mrs polygraph uh, oh that's fun that's <laughs> uh, so he's able to participate as well obviously the dean isn't in this episode um and it's it's just a lovely time Ariel, I feel like it says a lot that community uh, during during COVID times got together like a lot of shows did for one of these table reads. And the episode that they selected was from season five. Uh, Like, I feel I feel like it's a testament to the show having this real bounce back moment that they're like, of all the episodes that we could pull, we'll take the fourth episode of season five. This is the one that we want to get into. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there is the element of like. They're sitting at a table, so let's do the table read of that. But to your point, I absolutely agree that it's it speaks to the level of quality, not just of this episode, but of this season overall, which is a season that I love. I will just admit here at the top, I have never seen season four. I consider wow. myself a huge community fan, and I have watched all the other seasons. Um, and at, at the time, I was just like, 
oh, it's I looked around. And I was like, oh, I guess we're not we're not doing this. All right. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Boo. We're not, <laughs> we're not watching yeah, it. And then it was that. like, oh, we're back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're back. And then I just never that. looked back. And I had I still had the best time. Can I tell you? Mm. I didn't think it was that bad. OK. Yeah. You know, I watched it really quick. You watch it real yeah. quick. And like, it's clearly not as good as the rest of it. But like, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah. I I imagine, you don't need to watch it. I, I imagine like in a binge you could watch. But, yeah, I, I would appreciate well, that, Jess. But I, I yeah. to Josh's point, I imagine in a binge, it probably doesn't seem that bad. Like when it wasn't we were good. when we were good. all in it. No, I know what you mean when we're like all in it together week to week. Like, oh god, this is horrible. I get that was bad. Yeah. I get that. Uh, I also do just want to give a live update. Uh, as uh, as mentioned, we are recording community building. It is very early in the morning. Uh, this is my fault. I apologize to my co-host. This doesn't matter to anybody who's listening to it. But of course. If you are a patron of Post Show Recaps, you are able to listen to episodes of Community Building early when you sign up at patreon.com slash Recaps. You could listen to it early in the morning, should you choose to. Uh, but as we are recording this uh, live uh, at 8 a.m. early in the morning, um, the great Emily Fox is on the other side of the door just drinking coffee. Uh, and I guess hearing me say he ejaculated himself to death. <laughs> Uh, and I have received uh, not a babe text so much as uh, all caps, excuse me? Oh, I thought uh, you were going to get the silence wench text. No, 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 I've not been silenced, but I do think I've been questioned. Uh, and I have no answers. I have no answers for, for her on any of this. I uh, So I guess that Cooperative Polygraphy, by the way, is a great uh, podcast, Cooperative Polygraphy. Uh, my oh. second watch of this episode was not with my eyes, but with my ears this morning as I was slowly waking. I was like, yeah. I can't look at this. So I just put my headphones in as I was lying in bed and I just listened to the episode like a radio drama. And it was amazing to do it that way. Mm -hmm. uh, so an episode of Community you can take with you on the go. Uh, we appreciate that. I guess that you don't have to tell me this for shoresies, but... I said, don't let me know when we're in the Donald Glover's going away arc, but it looks like it started. It started. Uh, oh, yeah. The I, was, way... I was like emotional. The child, what, the, what was the childish, what was the name of it? The childish child... Tycoon. It's the named after tycoon. Donald Glover's. Yes, um, of uh, course. Yeah. Childish Gambino. Yes. It's, um, it's very sad. I love, like, I this episode really does have everything. It has, like, the laughs per minute off the charts. Um, it has so many quick quips that I do think, like, remind me of, like, okay, we're in it. This is community. No other show, in my opinion, does anything like this. And then it also just, like, hits you in the gut sometimes. Like, we have the emotional roller coaster of all the terrible things Spears is revealing about the group. And then we also have the actual sentimental moment at the end. And then we leave off on this just, like, one-two punch of, like, oh, my God, Troy is now leaving. And the moment where we get the cool, 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 and the polygraph lady is just like, that's a lie. We're like, oh, oh yeah, that's brutal. It's brutal, but it's it's really, really well done. And I love the idea. I think there's like a maturity to Troy before he says, and a million bucks. Or, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like that that was really funny. <laughs> but like you almost see Donald Glover more than you see Troy in that moment, Ariel. I think it's so, so good. Yes, I I agree with that completely. I think there are a couple of moments throughout because and you know, the these these actors are so good, obviously, and so used to being these characters at this point after all these years that I think they're used to literally embodying them when they're walking around. So there is an element to like, because they're all sitting down, 
sometimes I do see the actors and the characters, but to be clear in a way that I do not mind. And I think it is most true there with uh, Donald Glover, but I don't care because he's earned it. Like it's, he has earned every second of emotion, both as a character and as an actor. I'm sure it's, you know, feeling emotional and it worked. I, I definitely teared up. I, I loved it. And the music, I'm like, damn it, they're getting me. They got me. They got me in the Pierce episode. And this is after we've just seen uh, like seven different viral Siemens uh, canisters <laughs> be handed out to everybody. And I'm still upset. Very and like not because of that. Yeah. Very impressively smoking. It was like giving like nuclear silo. I kinda, yeah, no, I this this okay. is like radioactive material. <laughs> they all should have been given hazmat suits. I'm very concerned for Walton Goggins' character being exposed to so much of mm-hmm. Pierce's literally lethal sperm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's talk about cooperative polygraphy. Uh, it is directed by Tristram Shapiro, who has uh, directed so much of this. Dan Harmon, Alex Rubens. It originally airs January 16th, 2014, and we begin and basically stay in the study room. It's a bottle episode. Uh, The group returns from... Obviously, uh, the title Cooperative cooperative Calligraphy is getting uh, uh, sort of sent up here as well. So like they're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we've done this before, but Mm -hmm. let's do it again and let's do it. It's a spiritual successor to like two different episodes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're all returning from Pierce's funeral, wearing blue, like entire blue getups. Um. Abed was by the coffin for a really long time. Troy and Abed are in mourning. I can't believe you said that during the eulogy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Uh, so happy. That is okay. So when I think about Troy and Abed, like when I think about community, you know, you have all these like thoughts that flash in your head. And that's always the one that I remember and that I not only remember, but say out loud, which is like dumb because that's not the funny one. You can't hear the you when you're mm-hmm. saying it. Yeah. <laughs> and when I heard it in this episode, I was like, I can't believe the episode I'm on is my Troy and Abed are in mourning episode. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can perfect. I also just say for anybody who can't hear the you, then that's a problem that you can fix. You could check out Latanya Starks and Marissa Garza's coverage of you here on Post Show Recaps. <laughs> When Lie. You seek out oh no! Wait, it's true. Postshowrecaps.com slash you podcast is the RSS link. If you want to search by URL, they're doing a great job, and you comes back February 9th, and they'll be all over it. So you I'm not should even, check that out. I'm not even lying when I say I listened to the season three recap this morning at 5:30 in the morning when I couldn't fall back asleep, and I so it's it. great. Go listen. It's yeah, beautiful. this morning has been seven hours already. It's Sorry, been very just long It's been eight hours. It's literally been eight oh. hours of morning. <laughs> At this point, I wasn't awake for all of it. But um, so Annie is like, I don't understand the laser lotus theology. Pierce's life vapor is in this energon pod, and Troy has the quote unquote incredibly persuasive literature. Mm-hmm. When you reach level 16, you can see the color blurple. I want to see the color blurple, Ariel. I want to know what that's all about. No, God doesn't want us to see it. No, he it's does. He wants, for me a reason. To, he wants me to reach level 16, okay? Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I love that that uh that Troy is obviously the most susceptible one and and yeah in a in an alternate uh timeline he's like oh i think i might join this thing Mm -hmm. yeah 
so Chang comes in. Uh, he asked if the funeral was awesome. He said they all hated Pierce. They complained about him all the time. And this is when Mr. Stone arrives. Yeah. He's here to conduct a private inquest to determine if any of them murdered Pierce. I want to they- give a huge shout out to Antonio being on the podcast last week and not blowing up the spot that the erstwhile Boyd Crowder was about to walk back into my life. Uh, we love Antonio. He's a great secret keeper. This is this is uh, this is right around. I think Justified is still happening at this moment in time. When did Justified end? Uh, I think it would have been. Uh, gosh, uh, season six. Oh God, the link. It's getting away. Someone say something while I look. Um, lie. They- <laughs> this is a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> is a li- uh, yeah, 2015. So he's still Boyd Crattering. Yeah. He's still Boyd Crattering when this episode airs. Uh, so it's a it's an exciting thing that this season of I mean 2014 Josh Wiggler. If he knew that Mike Ermintrout and Boyd Crowder were in the same season of Community, probably would have made it a priority to watch Community. Uh, yeah. Two of my favorite guys. But then you wouldn't time. have had this lovely surprise now. Um, Everything works out for a reason, I guess. (laughs) So they have to submit to a polygraph test, and Troy accidentally opens the lava lamp, or I should say the Energon pod, and all of, like, this air starts coming out, and so he starts sucking it in, and he just goes, someone's good, someone get a balloon. Yeah, someone get a balloon. Why? Because he's going to, like, suck out the air and then put it into a balloon? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to save Pierce. Uh I'm sorry. This is vile. Like, it's I don't, very gross it's, and I don't, toxic. I do not stand. I do not stand the Energon Pod vapor mist in the mouth. Do we think that that's actually Pierce's vapors? Josh. Do we think that's actually Are you level him? 16? Are you level 16? No, We're not I'm, only, I'm only level 10. I think mm. I level up after this next PvP. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I do. I really joke do for like stuff. 15 people. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> it's not a joke. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, the, if the I survive this next has... PvP oh because of all of the stacked XP, uh, oh my God. passive XP, I think I ought to level <laughs> up. <laughs> pretty sure. Uh, Ovid says polygraphs are like the pie fight of cop movies or the acupuncture of the legal system. Uh-huh. Brita says this is a violation. Is, uh, that a, is that an insult to acupuncture, Ariel? That it's uh, that polygraphs are the acupuncture. Who's getting who's getting dissed here? Polygraph or the polygraph community or the acupuncture community? Um, I I'm gonna say the acupuncture community because they have gone through years of disrespect. And yeah, it's time it's time for them to be uh, respected as mm-hmm. a real respectable science yeah well science perhaps not i don't want to like i don't want to trigger the polygraph but like definitely a practice that brings good health a discipline people in the world yeah 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 Yeah. that was good um so britta is up first and she gets asked if she's ever had any sexual fantasies about pierce Uh, i was so worried i have to say i was so worried (laughs) oh no oh no i mean this is a this is a great episode where there's a lot of tension built into like oh god you know, because even if you don't believe in it, like the the like the specter of the lies will hang heavily, like the the results will hang heavily in the air, uh, like so much yeah. Pierce missed. Uh, and so, yeah, I think Britta initially is like, that's a lot. This is a lot. I hope the answer to this is no. Uh, there's all the like, Jeff, are you, is it true that you're gay? Uh, no, like, gay guy says what? What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you say that you're gay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, if Shirley's a dishonest person and she says no, and I, this is why the polygraph woman, spoiler alert, is going to get my Dean's List point because she says she thinks that's true. <laughs> she thinks that's true. 
There are uh, there is one line from Shirley coming up uh, towards the polygraph woman that is maybe my favorite Shirley moment of the show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And we uh, find out Shirley is a platinum level donor with a pro life organization, uh, prenatalpatriots.org. Yeah, Britta is scandalized by that. Britta's line ages so well here. Of if I wanted the government in my uterus, I'd fill it with oil and Hispanic voter. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it is it is way too early in the morning to unpack all of that. <laughs> uh Troy said when they when Troy asks uh, is asked his name, he immediately says Butts Carlton. Oh, I should have introduced myself as Butts Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she said Butts Carlton. It's true. Uh and is it true that you and Abed and Deer have an elaborate doomsday escape plan to be used in the event of zombie attacks? And they didn't include any of their other friends. Yeah, Pierce is tearing them apart again. And then it's Chang's turn. Chang's like, <laughs> ask me anything. I'm an open book. I'm ready to go. Anything you got. Have you ever masturbated in the study room? Chang just like delicately takes the stuff off. He, he just leaves himself away from the table. This is Pound for pound has to be the best Chang moment of the entire series. Like, I'm not even joking because we know, like, again, this this is this episode. <laughs> they use Chang perfectly. This is oh. what they need to do with him. He's back. He's all the way back in my heart. Uh, I love Chang leaving so hard. <laughs> The way he, the way he then, like he doesn't even look at the camera. His face immediately like shifts over. Yeah. He kind of slinks in the away. Hands and I was just about to say, hands in the pocket is probably. <laughs> I didn't notice it until my second it's watch. So casual. I was like, wow, he yeah. could not be trying to look any less like small and demure and disappear yeah. from the room. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah he uh, has to go for a walk. He has to like really search himself, and he's gonna come back and cleanse himself with the truth, <laughs> and hopefully just the truth. Yeah. Um, Abed is uh, being asked if he, as a child, uh, ever killed an animal with a slingshot. And uh, wondered if he could do it to a human. And everyone, like, he pauses and everyone's, like, sitting leaned in. He says no. And the woman confirms this. The truth are, like, very, very, this like, is oh, well, This is, like, the show's version of emulating our experience of watching the show. It's like everybody in the room being like, no, no. Yeah, please, please don't be lying. Uh, uh, and so we find out Troy and Abed are using Jeff's Netflix account, which like, oh, wow. interesting. Wow, we love interesting the, timing. the Yeah, they have to, every 30 days, they have to log Let's, into the uh, home network. Otherwise, they're not able to use Jeff's Netflix account anymore. Ariel, this is trash, right, by the way? This new Netflix plan? The new thing? Yeah. It is so trash. It is like, it is giving like, uh, government inventing the tax code, like overly complicated, unnecessarily too many steps, and also just dumb. Like if you can't explain it quickly and you have to like explain in bullet points and try to have like a grid system, it's too complicated. Yeah, but sort of like James Gunn's new DC yeah. slate. Um, so <laughs> I I agree. I also think it's just like completely uncool. Like it's this uncool. Is, yeah, this man. is like the epitome of like you were you were the person in in college. You bought the beer. You were the person like you had the parties at your house every week. And now like what? You're the president of the United. United States of America and you're uh, sending like Venmo requests for all that nerd beer you're the president you now you're like oh remember that beer that I bought Loser. four years ago I would yeah. like five dollars please what you're gonna have me sign into your Netflix home account every 30 what are you doing <laughs> you nerd 
Uh, anyway, yeah. a total narc move here from uh, Netflix. But Jeff says, is this why my review of The Grey is constantly changing? <laughs> yeah. He, he shades Liam Neeson here. This is pretty yeah. funny. Which also bring back the Netflix star system. Now we have like, what, a thumbs up, thumbs down? This is nonsense. I thought you were going to say, bring, bra- bring back The Grey. Why aren't we talking I've about the gray, the gray nearly <laughs> enough? Unsurprised, Unsurprised not for you would be my review of The Grey. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. good. Okay, I'm not going to bother. Yeah. Um, Scary so it's Wolf turn. Movie. Uh, did you use your exceptional intelligence and organizational skills to plot the foolproof murder of Pierce Sawthorn? And she goes, Um, But we find out she's been overcharging Troy and Abed. And in six years, they'll have $86, which is jacket money. Jacket money. Yeah. Overcharging is wild. That is such mm-hmm. a fundamental betrayal of the roommate code. And it's only $10. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. It's hilarious i would be i would like because there's no chance that troy and abed don't eat annie's food so i would overcharge them just to like you know compensate myself for all the food that they eat that's mine that's true and we will find out later that they that abed specifically loves uh some of annie's food so yeah um so yeah this was only just the recalibration of, of questioning it's time for the actual formal inquest and mr stone says they could quit any time but the estate is worth 20 million dollars and they won't see any of it if they don't complete the test yeah is this when uh is this when jeff is trying to tell them all that like we we shouldn't do this we shouldn't fall into another trap and they all agree and then the polygraph lady goes <laughs> They're all lying. And then Shirley, this is my favorite moment, when Shirley snaps. I don't have the exact quote, but she's like, we all know that. You dumb bitch. Yeah, she says, we all, we all knew that, you judgmental bitch. Yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> just, the delivery was so good. It was so yeah. fast. Uh, you know, just like sort of the Jekyll and Hyde qualities of Shirley just in full display in that moment. And I died. I died. It was so good. Really funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this is when we get some more reveals. Shirley served Britta meat food. Meat food? Ugh, what is that? <laughs> it's not technically meat. <laughs> meat food. I thought it, I, I like the idea that it's like tofu meat food. Like it's just, Oh, it's like, meat food. I thought so it was meat food. Well, I, I, I forgot to check the, 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 uh, meat the closed captioning, yeah, it could be either food. way, it's no less of a shock to Britta. Disturbing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Britta was high at Shirley's you, son's you baptism. No higher than usual. Yeah, I was <laughs> like. <laughs> I love the, at least with the bris, there's an element of suspense. I mean, listen, <laughs> the bris is a terrifying event if you've never been to one. Good lord. Uh, I just, why would you want to gather people to like, wa- I, anyway. There are religious reasons. Not gonna unpa- I'm not going to unpack the long <laughs> Judaic tradition of the bris right now. Mm-hmm. It is too early in the morning. There are reasons. Uh, so you're saying stressful affair. So you're saying that brises don't technically don't usually happen like at this time in the morning. No, they typically do. Uh, oh, wow. yeah, they are. This, uh, yes, I'm be... being fact checked on the other side of the door. Oh, uh, no. uh, Emily says we went to a bris this early once. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Upper west Sorry, it was the Upper East. Chopped off. Upper East Side. Um, I agreed. I thought so. so but we got bagels with it. cream cheese afterwards. And so it was. Ooh, oh, you got bagels. All's well that ends well, for sure. Uh, yeah. So Jeff keeps trophies of his sexual conquests. And I love Annie saying, <laughs> answer the question, Adrian Grody. Adrian Grody. Uh, wow. His poker face, Ariel. Mm. Wow. 
I couldn't get over Adrian Grody because it shouldn't be funny, but it's so funny. I know. I think I think it's it's really funny to me because of just how cheesy it is. Yes, uh, yeah. Adrian Grody is the too. cheesiest line. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, the the Britta line coming up is like one of my favorite moments. Yeah. So Jeff has Britta's underwear, which she told <laughs> you told me a hawk stole them. <laughs> you exploited me and made me believe in a slightly more magical world. Oh my gosh. The way her voice cracks when she says hawk it's like you told me a hawk stole them them. (laughs) so ridiculous the image of it is just so crazy like and the fact that britta believed that a hawk would steal someone's underwear is like and why would it be a magical world for a hawk to just swoop in and take your underwear um it's so great uh troy then admits to killing pierce and they say it's a lie he's like Oh, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah, he was nervous. Uh-huh. It's dark. Um, but unfortunately, dark. there is a lie. Troy yeah. Troy uh, plagiarized his handshake with Abed. Oh, no. Yeah, so it's all from a YouTube channel, Fun for Friends. Uh, and this is when Troy says, like, what it's of- like, Dude, what's up? Check out me and my friend Kyle's cool handshake. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. That's the whole video. That's yeah. the whole. It's like thirty seconds. Yeah. Uh, and so, of course, um, the the woman says something, and Troy is like, again, one of my favorite lines of the entire was "Silence, wench." Silence, um, wench. <laughs> and Abed says, "I forgive you, but only to escape the established pattern of self righteous indignation, followed by immediate comeuppance." At which point, we find out that Abed has planted tracking devices <laughs> on everybody. Uh, I assume subdermally, like this is like under the skin somehow. Mm. He has injected like tiny little tracking devices. Yeah. Where did Abed, if Abed barely has jacket money, Ariel, where did he get the tracking device money? I mean, someone should have asked probably, him that. He probably just built them or something. I mean, I, I have no, uh, I do not lack faith in, in Abed's ability to do anything, frankly. Yeah. Uh, so I think he would, he in his mind, he would probably prioritize this differently than jacket money uh, per se, point, or even rent, honestly. In, that's true. In 2014, do you have like the track my location functionality on the smartphones? Because he just waits a couple more years. And no, I don't to get think some so. Alone time with their phones, and he has a much less expensive but way they'd all of have to have. Everybody. They'd all have to have iPhones, no? Uh, I don't know if this is a feature beyond the iPhone. Also, we know that Britta definitely doesn't have the newest, latest, greatest phone based on. She will need to be uh, implanted with a tracking device. This is true. Yes. Um, So uh, we also find out. So he's trying to get it back from Pierce before he was buried, which is why he was spending so much time at the coffin. De-schoolish here. This is so ghoulish Mm -hmm. uh, that he's going to, he's like grave robbing Pierce. Yeah. yeah, the image of him, I mean, who knows where he had implanted in Pierce, but the image of him like trying to do that in front of all these people is just wild. Horrible, horrible. Yeah. Uh, Annie once dosed the group with pharmaceutical amphetamine to keep them up to cram for some uh, an exam. She drugged um, them. Yeah. She drugged them. She Jess, defend them. your girl. Get your girl. She Little Annie the Adderall. She drugged um, the group. It was listen, only five milligrams. It was only five milligrams and they all passed. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Listen, everybody does crappy stuff this episode. I don't think we need to like, 
you know, rake Annie she over the coals. She roofied her friends. <laughs> I love Jess's defense of Annie. Like, listen, listen. We've <laughs> all done bad things, okay? We're all monsters. Now, I'm feeling pretty wired this morning, and this yeah. is the earliest I've podcasted in a while. Jess, what have you done to me? Did you slip Adderall <laughs> into my coffee? How are you enjoying your coffees this morning? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Is Emily an accomplice? Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you know, she did uh, pointedly run out of coffee yesterday and we oh had to get an emergency uh, box uh-huh. of Joe from around the corner this morning. Mm-hmm. So there she it could is. have been in cahoots. Does track. Uh, Abed, or excuse me, uh, Abed catfished Annie. And she, she says, says, I'm sorry. You're uh, Olympic vaulting hopeful Brent Underjaw. <laughs> <laughs> the name Brent Underjaw is just it's perfect. Chef's kiss. No notes. Brent yeah. Underjaw. Yeah, but when you're in a relationship, you hum and you make pancakes in the morning. I did it for pancakes. Uh, it is like, is that more evil or less evil? Like, tr- because traditionally, more cat evil. Fishing, but only do it for pancakes. I, I might, I might argue differently. Let me, let me talk through this quickly. So, like, traditionally, catfishing is like I, I'm doing it for, well, I guess, selfish reasons, and this is selfish. Okay, fine, it's evil. But pancakes are delicious, and I'm sure Annie's pancakes are great. They're probably like purple, right? She puts in like some kind of food coloring or something, Jess. Mm-hmm. Maybe she maybe yeah. makes fun shapes. Um, yeah. but what do we think about Annie's uh holding hands at Disneyland? <laughs> I don't want to judge. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I didn't say I'm not judging. I said I don't want to. I, I, don't I want do to. want to judge. And I don't what a fantasy about holding hands at Disneyland. That's that feels like very attainable. Yeah. Maybe she has a gun. I hope that everyone okay, if you have on that like skip pause thing on your podcast, go back 30 seconds and take that off because there was dead air for so long. <laughs> Listen, uh, I just feel like we can get a little more creative. We, it's Disneyland fantasies. Like, it's I feel like there's sweet. more that could be done you know, with this fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, again, I don't want to dive too deep into this, but like, mm-hmm. we can we could figure out some stuff. The holding hands. At Dis- I mean, I guess it depends on whose hands are being held. You know, if she was able to, like, oh. get a hold of Mickey Mouse's hand. I don't want to do that. No, Whoa. the costumed people freak me out. Ew, well, we don't know. It's just a job, first of all. So let's be cool. Uh, oh no, they're cool people. I just it like it's something about the costume. You don't know who's underneath the costume. That's could the thing. And where are their underjaw? Olympic pole vault. Could be Brent Underjaw. And also, yeah. do they wash the costumes? It's a whole thing. Well, uh, they got to. They have to. Work. No, of course they have to eventually every how so often. often. But what? how often are we talking? Routinely, daily, multiple times a day, they have to go and step into like a car wash type of a situation. <laughs> they get like a scrub down. They get dried. And then they get sent back out into the children of Disneyland. I would uh, hope so. Um... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, we find out that Jeff made Abed apply for a handicap parking spot so he could get a better spot. Britt is the one that invited Garrett to Annie's birthday party. What's the problem with that? We love Garrett. Crisis alert. Uh, Troy won't sit on a toilet seat after Jeff. <laughs> Why? What is that? What is that? What is Jeff doing? I can understand if, like, toilet seats is warm. That's, like, really gross. Yeah, it you is. know, it's not ideal, but, like, what is it about Jeff's cheeks specifically? <laughs> yeah. Does he, like, um, perfume them, and is it, like, a scent thing? I don't know. I don't want to think about the scent of a toilet seat. Maybe Troy, maybe Troy knows where Abed put uh, Jeff's chip in, and he's like, I don't want to go anywhere near that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's afraid that now he'll be confused for Jeff. Maybe. Um, yeah, funny, though. Uh when we're alone, Shirley refers to you guys as those people. Pierce is still doing this to us. And Walton Goggins says, Mr. Pierce hasn't asked a question in a long time. Uh, yeah. They're just doing it to each other, Ariel. This is them. This it's, is us. It's the truth. It's the truth doing it to this. The truth coming out. Mm-hmm. It's yes. uh it's, it's Pierce's prodding, but they're all they're all yeah. doing it from the stuff. Yeah, the silence is uh is deafening at that the point. Tr- the truth is coming out, Jess. Apparently it's coming out everywhere. <gasps> yes, <as> Chang <laughs> returns to the study room to say, I didn't just masturbate in the study room. I masturbated everywhere big gary oldman the professional energy uh with that line read unbelievable disgusting it's so gross but it is the best line read like it's so funny it's so ridiculous the way he uh, raises his hands like he's the night king raising the dead yes, like, yes, in hard yes, home he's yes. like everywhere <laughs> Love it, Chang. I mean, I don't look to be clear. I don't love that what he did. I, I love, love that you masturbated <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> um, and so, so yeah, 
yeah, Jeff has a whole speech about like, we're no better than Pierce, but Pierce is no worse than us. And that means nobody's really that bad. Uh, so if we stop now, it doesn't make us better. It just makes us so dishonest that we would rather be poor than admit we're flawed. And so they all decide to come clean. Uh, and Jeff admits, I would rather look at myself naked than the women I sleep with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is probably the most, the most, the thing that I believed the most in the entire episode. Yeah, yes. this is easy to believe. Yes. Um, Annie's, uh, Annie hits, Je hit Jeff Lexus. Oh my God. Annie hits Jeff's Lexus in the parking lot. Yeah. Britta only gives money to homeless people when she's walking with someone. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> Troy, Troy hasn't, hasn't been to Legoland. Legoland. He just wanted them to think he was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shirley can be passive aggressive sometimes. Uh, mm -hmm. Don't all disagree at once. Oh, I did it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Abed has a real problem with everybody chewing gum. Like it really interrupts his frequencies in his brain. I mean, I don't disagree with him. Like it's not really the chewing gum aspect. It's if people chew with their mouth open, yeah. I think my brain is going to die. Yeah. Do you want to punch you know. people like Abed does when... I won't say it. I don't want to punch people. <laughs> well, the survey says that's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're at, up to the final round of questioning, and things take a, an emotional turn. Yeah. Uh, Britta Perry, do you know that you hate yourself more than you should and that your passion inspired me? It's like, oh, uh, wow, here's an iPad Nano and a liquid nitrogen cooled <laughs> cylinder of my hyper virile sperm in case your lesbian lifestyle one day wears out and you wish to raise an army of geniuses. <laughs> this is not the baby genius reboot that we asked for. Let me tell you. Uh, woof. Woof, yeah. woof, woof. Also, a shout out to Britta's iPod Nano. Uh, Josh, I don't know if you remember in season one, uh, the art of discourse, which is the Schmitty episode that we all hate uh -huh. um, in the in the very in the moment where they do that kind of uh, high school stills where they say like the future of everyone. Britta Perry, proud owner, used iPod Nano 2014. It gets rebrew, it gets brought back oh, wow. up in season five. Okay, wow. I love nice. it. That's nice. Um, and then we get to Shirley. Did you know that you're not only a credit to your race and gender, but to our species and that I was intimidated by your strength of character and business acumen? And she goes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she did know. She for sure knew. Yeah. So she gets a timeshare <laughs> yeah. in Florida and of course some sperm. And some sperm. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Annie gets the tiara that she once turned down as well as a side order of sperm. Did you know that you were always my favorite? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Jeff gets a, a fine scotch and some sperm. Uh, yeah, did Abed you know gets... you're gay? <laughs> I agree to disagree. Abed it's terrible. Gets, Abed yeah. gets nothing but sperm. Uh, I guess Pierce just hated Abed the most. Honestly, I feel like it kind of, he just didn't get Abed. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in a way that actually isn't, isn't unkind here, I think. Like he, it's, it, he says, and and I and I do also want to point out that like that Walton Goggins character is calling him Abed the whole time, which is yes. what, what yes. Pierce called him. So it's like literally he is speaking yeah. with his voice. Uh, do you know you're insane and nothing you said ever made any sense to me? That's just like objective truth. That's not quite an insult. So I actually thought it was kind of sweet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Troy has the heart of a hero. Uh, the greatest gift that life can give. Mm -hmm. uh, and you cannot waste it like I did. Uh, so he gives him uh, uh, not just a side order of sperm, 
But all of the shares for Hawthorne Wipes currently valued at $14.3 million. But there is a catch. You have to sail my boat, the childish tycoon, around the entire world. Uh, And it's at this moment where I'm like, no, it's happening much sooner than I realized. No, it's only episode four. Uh, As like, clearly, like, this is just the meta of like, maybe, I mean, really all Dan Harmon had to do is like, can I call it the Childish Gambino? Like, No, you could use Childish, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so he's going to go on the Childish Tycoon around the world. uh, And Troy wants to do it. Everyone is like shocked. He wants to do it. Uh, Pierce knew something about me that even I didn't know until now because he's offering me something I've been searching for my whole life millions of dollars <laughs> and being a man or whatever he said yeah and then abed like this is the part that truly breaks my heart is abed saying cool 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 and the woman saying that's a lie that's a lie it's so brutal because it's like troy and abed are uh, are in some ways just kind of like the soulmates of the of the show mm-hmm. and so Knowing Abed, he hates change. He absolutely cannot stand change. It's very difficult for him. And Troy is his best friend, roommate, like pers- like soulmate, person that is there for him all the time. And like the person that understands him the best, certainly not only just of this group, but I probably in his life. And the fact that he has to like have this sudden revelation that like, oh my God, Troy's not going to be around forever for me is yeah. so freaking brutal. Yeah, yeah. I think Abed is speaking for us, Ariel, in that moment, too. Yeah, it's a little bit of uh, Chekhov's morning, morning with a U, uh, mm-hmm. that they say in the beginning. And it's like, oh, you don't even know, Abed, of, mm-hmm. of what you're going to be mourning. It's it's very, and it's like the most Abed way of revealing that, right? Like someone who doesn't really speak uh, about their emotions or doesn't really understand them, to be honest, all the time. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we get, uh, we go from like that emotional moment to just like an absurd postmortem <laughs> on everything that just went down. Uh, the end credits is just Walton Goggins going off. Uh, I have the transcript. I do have every, cause he just said, he just speaks through the entire thing. Uh, and then that sperm came down. I mean, I couldn't say anything. But, oh, my God, I was going to explode. And then that one, that last question with all that nice stuff out on the table, you guys were having this discussion about whether or not to quit. At first, I was like, ah, but you did it. You did it. It was amazing. You're amazing, man. You're amazing. Oh, guys, this is the best. We should do this every week. I'm a fun guy, you know? I mean, you talk about lying. I was lying the whole time. This is who I really am. This is me. This is the real me. I'm I'm artistic. Ideas come to me all the time. I have this idea for a movie. It's about this guy who oversees polygraph tests. And the biggest obstacle is how good looking he is. People can't focus and tell the truth. It's unbelievable. And then someone asked, by the way, we never found out how Pierce died. He says, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't tell you that. It was dehydration from filling up all of those cylinders. I mean, it's how I want to go, but, hey, I'm a little nutty. Uh, Are you guys thinking what I'm thinking? Shut up. It's so good. It's so funny. It's like. I, I love that they gave him the moment to like shine because like yes uh-huh. he's very funny like giving out the questions and everything but like 
he's very he's the straight man he's very serious yeah. and i love that in the end credit scene we get him just like completely losing his mind yeah ariel this was his audition for the unicorn i think uh wow. walton goggins this is the moment that he stopped being boyd crowder and became the unicorn the unicorn only the unicorn could do this and deliver this with with so much emotion it's it's hilarious i agree mm -hmm. it's and the, the fact that they gave him his moment like you said jess and uh he has ideas okay he has ideas about films and they need to be respected frankly because it's yeah. walton freaking mm -hmm. goggins yeah let's not forget that's the that's so funny the do you think that was him when he's like this is the real me he was like no i'm no longer in character it's me walton goggins yeah i have i have idea goggins excuse me I feel like it sounds like it. It does. It does. I mean, I kind of feel like he's pitching. Uh, you know, is this what the like... unicorn is about? I've never. Yeah, seen I think it. it's pretty close. I think it's pretty close. Uh, I think there's a pretty clear streets ahead across the board. Uh, it's a very, very, very funny it's easy. scene. Yeah, very easy. Uh, we've got some feedback here. Uh, this is from Riley. Riley says, "I'm gonna make a probably wild take, but I think this is the best Pierce episode of the entire show, despite him not being in it and also being dead." <laughs> um, so I don't disagree. Uh, you still have me. Uh, Riley says, "I think season five is the best Pierce season. In fact, I don't think it's close." Genuinely, I think the character of Pierce became what he became because of Chevy Chase being Chevy Chase, an awful person on set. So Dan Harmon in retaliation made Pierce worse and worse. And so getting to write the character of Pierce without Chevy Chase creates the best Pierce content the show has ever produced. Um, I would agree, uh, except for the fact that this is maybe unfair because Ariel hasn't seen it. But what about uh, Pierce's haunted house? Uh, that was pretty fun, right? That was good content. Babe. Mm. I'm joking. I'm joking. It sounds fun. Mm -hmm. oh, Listen, it's eight in the morning, Josh. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Jess cannot abide. I cannot. No, I don't disagree with Riley though. Like, um, I I would say, in my opinion, it, I I would rather like if we're gonna give Chevy Chase like, okay, this is the best Pierce content. I would personally say it's introductory to to um filmmaking or the one that or documentary filmmaking the one where he's in the hospital and he's bequeathing right this is the spiritual this is the spiritual successor to that episode um and i think that that is the best pierce content we get because it does show all sides of him where yes he like he does genuinely care about these people but he's also just like a jerk so yeah. i i kind of think that's probably pierce's best episode Let's do this from the Lies Tracked Bandit. Uh, Lies Tracked Bandit, without a voicemail this time around, writes in and says, This episode feels like a mix of some other very prominent past episodes of the show. Clearly, the title and structure pen a homage to the season two bottle episode Cooperative Calligraphy. Then we have a refrain of Pierce's Machiavellian scheming that pitted the group against one another in intermediate documentary filmmaking. Finally, Jess, I'm so sorry, but I have to say that we even get a stitch of felt surrogacy, a.k.a. Ugh. puppets here, as the group divulges some major secrets. But at uh, least they're, like, believable secrets. Sorry. I suppose. I it's suppose. too early to yell, but still. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, here I go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I can't help myself. Uh... And so the lies tracked bandit leaves us with this question. Did any of the revelations in this episode feel like they were out of character? Mm. I don't think so. Like, I feel like all of this stuff is so extremely believable. The only one that I guess is like not out of character, but harder to believe is like, like we were talking before about how Abed was able to get 
these geo-trafficking devices and like afford them and plant them on people yeah um but i don't know like i ariel do you agree i feel like there isn't anything that's super unexpected yeah nothing nothing jumps out at me i think that's the joy of watching like especially you know in the context of the season five of it all and like coming back and everyone being back together like let's reveal things about these people that you as the audience think you know so well and they think they know each other so well they kind of have to feel like they're uh, that they're real. And it, it just makes it that much funnier and that much more outrageous that they don't know these things that are actually pretty insane uh, for, for some of those facts. So I none of them felt uh, out of out of character. And I just have to call out again the the hawk that Britta believes in, which is adorable. Yeah, well, I was actually <laughs> going to I was going to look at the hawk as like the only one because I'm just going through the list uh, and Jeff keeping trophies of his sexual conquest is like a little closer to Dennis in Always Sunny than Jeff in Community for me. Like that feels like something Dennis would do. Um, I don't know if it's totally something Jeff would do for for the version of Jeff that we got. Like early, early Jeff, early Jeff, early Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Dennis is one of the twins, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, Dennis, Dennis Reynolds. Oh, incredible character. They're all great. Him. They're terrible. terrible. They're horrific. He people. honestly They're is like I, I struggled watching the show because I was like, I actively hate him so much. Oh, he's, he's so ridiculous. <laughs> he's absurd. They're all horrible. They're, they're all awful. terrible people. But, and they're not trying to say they're good people, but like, I hate him. No, they're horrific. They're incredible. Uh, all right. Uh, meow, meow beans time. Uh, it's time to rate every single character from zero to five meow meows. It's a tough week to not be in this episode because Dean's getting a bagel. But it's everybody so else for, for me is getting a full five meow meow beans. This was an all time episode and this is what for me this is the third all-time episode in a row and even the first episode i loved so yeah, yeah we're doing great community season five Slip. staying alive uh so uh season five meow meow beans for everybody that's what i'm doing i don't feel like i need to explain it much more than that errol how about you yeah i mean every a lot of times you know sometimes we get uh characters not appearing in the episode as much characters not really having much to do or kind of like a b or c or even d sometimes emotionally storyline uh but here it's literally all our favorite characters sitting around all having moments that feel extremely their character all getting to be funny and heartfelt and emotional which is as everyone knows what community is at its best it's the comedy uh emotional gut punch combo that it does so well and this i think is is a, a microcosm of all that so they boringly all got fives but yeah, i will say my one twist is i tried to give dina five also even though he's not on the episode just because i love him so mm -hmm. i leave it to guess as to whether that's valid <laughs> You can do whatever you want, Ariel. We could we could assign that five to Jim Rash when we rank the this episode again when we podcast about the table read. How about that? Well, okay, Ariel, you'll come back for that there one. You go. I promise. We'll put we'll put a hold on the on the five. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I, I love that we are all in lockstep this early in the morning. I similarly gave everyone fives, except for the Dean. Obviously he's not present, um, but everyone, everyone, gets everyone, everyone, including Chang. Yeah. So, and including Chang, this is what I'm saying. I'm not a monster. Okay. I can appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate the clarification. When Chang is, <laughs> is used as he should be. And this episode this okay. This episode is the perfect encapsulation of why I love a bottle episode because all of the characters are interacting with one another. 
everyone it's like you're really relying on character work when you have a, bo a bottle episode and everyone is so freaking true to their characters it is so evident that these characters have history together that these actors have been playing these characters for a very long time like you can feel that come through in this episode and the comedy again pound for pound like some of the most i've laughed at community at least in a very long while and it's so, so, so well done that I cannot help, but even though some of them say terrible, terrible things and or do terrible, terrible things, um, I still cannot help but get of everyone fives because they're just so perfect in this episode. Uh, so then a lot changes for the Dean. He is now Poor in Dean. last place by a lot. Uh, 33 and a half meow meow Deans for Dean. Uh, and then uh, it's a, basically a tie in the next uh, the next four spots almost uh 46 for annie 46 for chang 46 and a half for shirley 46 and a half for britta so they are all very close then it's troy and abed with 50 meow meow beans a piece uh or 50 for troy 50 and a half for abed jeff is currently the leader of season five 53.5 meow meow beans and he hasn't won jeff. No. Uh, so, well, I don't think uh, even if Troy uh, gets five Meow Meow Beans next week, I would guess that that's probably his last shot. Uh, 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 so I think he's going to be left behind uh, quite a bit here pretty soon. Streets mm -hmm. behind, but uh, streets ahead forever in our hearts. I'm not doing uh, I'm not thinking about Troy being off the show until he's off the show. Um, I'm thinking about it right now. I'm not. That's having right. a good time. Uh, <laughs> the Dean's list. Uh, I was very easy. It's Walton Goggins is on my TV screen. It goes to Walton Goggins, but I appreciate Jesse went with the polygraph woman. She's hilarious. She's so funny. It's also just her interactions specifically with Shirley um, that I just find so just hysterical. Obviously, it's a tough episode because we're not getting Leonard. We're not getting Garrett. Like, Garrett is mentioned, but he's not here. Um, so there's not a ton of options. And obviously, like, I, I it is tough because I do think, um, I think his name is Mr. Stone, right? He is mm -hmm. very, very funny in the end credit scene. But, like, the polygraph woman just killed it. So I had to give it to her. Yeah. Ariel, what did you do? Did you go with the polygraph woman or with Walton Goggins? I really struggled. I have to be honest. I, I even went back and tried to like see who was walking in the background because it was like a true bottle episode. And mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out if there was anyone I could kind of clock walking around in the back in like the hallway in the background. And there wasn't because I, I struggled. I, I did want to give it to Walton Goggins, Mr. Stone, but ultimately I think this is a compliment. I wasn't surprised by how good he was. Yeah. Whereas sure, sure. Dr. Polygraph, as I have named her, I was very surprised by how much I enjoyed her. So I, I had to give her the point. I'm a huge Walton Goggins fan. And I'm not mad at this. Uh, just the ingredients of this episode all came together so well. Uh, so uh, I think uh, you put Walton Goggins in. That's like a, a really easy, quick path to success. Uh, so to, to stop down and acknowledge others in this episode, I am, I am all about um, four cools. This is a perfect episode of Community. This is the third perfect episode of Community in a row. This is wild. This is nuts. This is very, very fun. I'm having a great time. I'm really, really happy that you're enjoying it, Josh, because I obviously it's tough when we hype like, uh, you know, people who are fans and myself included hype up 
certain things to a certain extent. And I had said to you, like, I think this is one of the best runs that community ever has. This like stretch of episodes is just so, so amazing. And I'm happy that it's living up to that hype for you. This is the first time that like, I actually feel like um, community is with, with some regularity exceeding the hype for me, uh, to be totally honest. I think that this is these few episodes and having them in such quick succession with one another. This is the most I've ever enjoyed community. Uh, These few episodes have been, and Among my very favorites as far as like the streak uh, has been uh, not to evoke uh, the ass crack bandit uh, has been uh, has just been utterly amazing. Speaking- yeah, it's Ariel. Yes. Sorry. I just because I just remember the speaking of the ass crack bandit. There's a moment early in the episode where Jeff goes to sit down and there's the slightest separation between his jeans and his sweater. And I had a little bit of like an emotional oh. reaction. Like, oh, God, is he in danger? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <God. laughs> Oh, no, not this again. <laughs> I am surprised that anyone would ever uh, sit down and expose their backsides to uh, an, an entrance uh, mm-hmm. from this point forward, especially yeah. with no resolution to the ass crack bandit. Yeah, they're all just screaming. Forever. Yeah, yeah, they're mm-hmm. in mourning. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, this is this is like a really and especially in season five. Like, I just think it's very impressive that like at, at after season four. In a season five of a television show, they're still coming up with just fun, new, fresh, funny content. Um, and of course, I also gave this a four because obviously I did. Yeah. Yeah. Ariel? Yeah. I got to give it the 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 four cools, but like the actual four cools, not the like trying to hide my emotion four cools that Abed gives at the end. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Because it's for all the reasons we've we've already stated this is i just have to say this this i love that we watched this episode a week where like bottle episode is back in like the the public uh vernacular thing and there and i have to shout out uh catherine van arendonk from vulture who has like for years been on this thing of like you're using the term bottle episode wrong yes yes. and and this week last of us a lot of people were like that was a bottle episode on it's not technically that's not what a bottle episode is right and i love that when i started this episode i was like oh my god this is so funny the timing is incredible that we have like one of the uh not just shows that is known for doing good bottle episodes but a good a great bottle episode here yes uh so Mm -hmm. four cools from all three of us really great audience score 3.8 it Um, can get higher so if you do want to send in your (laughs) scores at community at pushercups.com or tag me in the pusher recaps discord no leaning on the 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 scale scale. i was just saying if you want to send in your scores you're there's still what you were saying democracy Uh, is still open yes uh so that ends up being 3.95 across the board for cooperative polygraphy it is the second best episode of season five behind the appropriately behind the ass crack bandit <laughs> uh basic interglutial is... numismatics remains you the one with 3.98 me... yeah you asked me last week if you, i thought that basic interglutial numismatics would be topped um but you know soon i truly thought this episode would be uh number one personally i think it's i mean i have them both at fours they're both genius episodes they're yeah. brilliant um personally i would put this episode just edging out that that episode Ariel, do you have a, a strong take here, one or the other? Um, God, I think uh, I, it's lame. Uh, like your your mileage may vary on yeah. on the style, because like obviously that one just feels so much bigger, and there's so much happening, and it's so stylized. And this is just like let's take everything that works between these people and like really crystallize it into 
what is essentially a table read as we have kind of gotten that uh earlier it's i think it this is more this is more a little bit of like the community that i remember if that makes sense I think I would put this one slightly above uh, the ass crack bandit, to be totally honest. Uh, I think that this episode is so character focused and there isn't like there isn't a lot of I love the genre stuff. I love it when when the show takes another, you know, form for a spin. Right. Like, I think that that could be very, very fun. And it has led to some of the best episodes of the show. But when it can just kind of be its original fundamental self in its best possible way. That's almost more impressive to me at this point, and especially to give us an, an episode that's really emotional, uh, stemming from Pierce of all people. Uh, I agree with Riley. This is my favorite Pierce episode. Uh, so I, I think I would put this like, vi- like very slightly ahead of the Ass Crack Bandit. The Ass Crack Bandit is is very reliant on a gag, and I don't think that this mm. one is reliant on a gag. I think that this is reliant on years and years of character history. Uh, so. I love them both, though. I think that they're both close to flawless episodes uh, uh, of Community, certainly. So uh, we're, I don't know, we're feasting right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very good times here on the on the Community podcast. So that's it. That's the episode. Can you say, can you say numismatics again, Josh? Numismatics. I love that. Nailed yes. it. Uh, basic intergluteal <laughs> numismatics. <laughs> and that's to- at 9 a.m., friends. Yeah. Newsmatic tubes uh, to cross the streams of down the hatch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Ariel, what's going on with you outside of this podcast? I just my phone pinged while we were recording and it was my mm. podcast app telling me that a new episode of the Poker Face podcast dropped. Wow. Incredible. How about that? Incredible, <laughs> Incredible that you were told. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm covering uh, Poker Face, the uh, very funny peacock series starring one natasha leone ever heard of her uh i'm covering that with grace and we're having a super fun time we were joined this week by someone who is sitting at this table oh it wasn't me me. oh wow little old me little little old jess uh super fun episode one of the great i mean we just covered a great episode of community that was a great episode of poker face as far as i'm concerned um also covering dark face is elite by the way uh it's only five episodes so far and it has been tremendously fun uh, and if my people, people if you even like if you a, a little bit liked knives out if mm. you a little bit like natasha leon you will probably a lot a bit like poker face would be my guess yeah my take is this this past episode and honestly the series overall so far it has no business being that good. That's kind of how Especially I feel. Especially on about Peacock. It. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. It's like Peacock. Peacock is insulted. <laughs> you know what? It's funny though, because I believe it was this week where uh, it was announced like Peacock's like that free tier, it, we're getting rid of that. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to pay now. Uh it's like, okay, well, you got like, one okay, poker face and, and now like you're this big for your britches, you had the free <laughs> tier. This is kind of your thing. Mm-hmm. It sounds like Natasha Leone was like, listen. You need to you need to put on the big the big pants and uh kind of throw your weight around a little more. Like she gave some advice to Peacock. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh that's what's giving. It's giving like Natasha Leone energy. Uh I am also covering the Netflix series Dark. Uh it's a full rewatch, very much down the hatch, uh, as you mentioned before, Josh. 
uh, myself, DM Philly, and Grace. We are covering it from the beginning. We're still early-ish goings in the first season. Trying to keep everything straight. Super complicated when you have to take all three seasons into account. How's that going? It's only 26 episodes, the entire series. But they are dense. Uh, but in a way that I love and always enjoy. Um, so if you, you know, we welcome everyone, but just know that it will be full spoilers for the entire series. So you should know that. Uh, and also covering movies with Grace. I guess I only podcast with Grace, uh, which to be clear, I I do not have a problem with. Your Infinity Pool podcast dropped. Yes. How was Uh, that? Theater. Scary movie. It was a little scare scare. It was a little, it's a little gross, right? It's a little, it's a little grossy Grody. gross. Yeah. Uh, not as grossy gross as uh, Brandon Cronenberg's father, David Cronenberg, can be. Uh, but um, I enjoyed it. Mia Goth is having an incredible few years. She is a horror queen, an icon, as far as I'm concerned. And it's really funny just to, I spent like a good deal of that podcast just doing her impression of saying Alexander Skarsgård's name in the- uh-huh. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, uh, that's can you do that me. right now? James. Uh, oh, come on, James. James. Just like over and over again. It's so good. I love her. Good. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and I am on Twitter at that other Ariel. Amazing. Uh, Jess, what do you got going on here on Post Show? Also in the 90s. Um, we are finishing up Natty Treasure so soon. National Treasure Edge of History. Um, we covered the penultimate episode this week. Like this show has gotten out of control. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's just like last time you said there was a prison break. Yeah, and now we're like in the swamp. <laughs> like oh, I, don't know, no. I don't know what's Is it happening. A bottle episode, Jess? No, no, not even close <laughs> to a bottle episode. Um, weird things are happening. It's still very fun to be covering it with Marissa Garza. We're having a great time talking to we, to one another weekly. It's been a lot of fun. So we're almost done with that show. Um, and uh, yeah, like Ariel said, I joined them on Poker Face, which was so much fun. And I'm covering The Last of Us, one of the many of The Last of Us covering it. Um, and uh, that's with Zed. And we're doing a first time playthrough. And let me tell you, um, I'm getting better at the game. Hey. I'm remembering the buttons, which is the hardest part for me for personally. There's so many buttons on the PlayStation 5 remotes. Um, but it's fine. I'm learning things. I'm shooting things. I'm killing things. I'm making so many shivs. I'm really great at making shivs at this point. <laughs> and uh, it's a great time. I'm enjoying myself greatly. The show is wonderful. The game is wonderful. Go listen to us play it. You can hear me complain a lot about NPCs who get in my way. Move. <laughs> Move out of my way. I don't like it when you get in my way. <laughs> like, Just- they make me die. Yes, are you so are you cloning the character Shiv from Succession? Is that what right? You're you Can you making Shivs? I just want to talk about Shiv all the time in the various <laughs> ways. Every uh-huh. time you stab someone in the last uh, the Last of Us with a with a Shiv, do you say I'm off? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Get I scream at them because yeah. they're trying to kill me. Anyway, uh, go check out that podcast. It's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, and then of course on Shit 90 Show Stop Me, we're covering Dawson's Creek. Um, PC and Audrey are officially together now. It's a thing. Wow. Um, they're all getting I, older. They're all getting older. 
Um, and, uh, and yeah, we're talking about a lot, it's a lot of relationship drama right now. Chad Michael Murray is on the show, which I'm very biased about because he was my teen crush, Chad Michael Murray. Mm. Um, so go check that out at show 90s pod. You can find me on Twitter at the just Sterling. Amazing. Uh, I'm at Ron Howard, wherever you can find me, including on the last of us podcast here on post show recaps here on community building also down the hatch and so many more. And next week, we continue the community building adventure. It's called geothermal escapism, and that makes me sad because I feel like you can figure out what that's uh. about. Uh, but very excited. We're going to have a really fun guest first time on Post Show Recap. She's from the Bingetown TV podcast. Kathleen uh, will be sailing into our Post Show Recaps podcast network to talk about geothermal escapism next week so really fun uh really fun podcast coming up excited to get her takes on community not so excited to potentially say goodbye to donald glover i hope hope that it doesn't happen yet but it seems like it's probably happening and we'll see we'll all be here together and hopefully uh with a little more uh you know uh, hours in the day under our belts so we're a little less sleepy uh but no less weepy uh as we get into the next episode of community so thank you ariel thank you jess thank you everybody listening to this podcast and until next time Corey b take us away this is a show in season five if i could baba booey, baba booey, baba booey. shut up leonard weekly and jazz here till it ends need it to pass or fail greenville with all the brightest timeline makes you say Touché Community building is here to stay Unsubscribe Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.